Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. It is Friday, May 18th, 2018, and I am broadcasting from Costa Rica, Escazú, Costa Rica, lovely Escazú. And I welcome you, and we have lots of exciting things to talk about because this was an exciting week. So the first thing that happened is Uranus changed signs, and that's a big deal because Uranus in Taurus is brand new as of Tuesday, the 15th, as opposed to where it's been for the last seven years, which was Uranus and Aries. Aries energy is fiery, chaotic, and suitable for Uranus. Uranus is a planet of electricity, chaos, genius, brilliance, freedom, independence, liberation, breakthrough, except now it's in Taurus, which is a much more stable, grounded, and focused earthy energy. It's the earthiest of all the earth signs. So when we're looking at Uranus now in Taurus, we are dealing with something very particularly grounding. So this is like grounding electricity. This is no longer we're moving quickly the way, especially the way we were last year with Uranus and Aries and all the fire that was floating around in the sky. We have to sort of ground the projects that we have been working on the last seven or eight years, make them tangible, make them productive, make them bring us something practical, something we can hold in our hand, whether that's money, whether that's an actual product, a project, or something that feels very tangible to us and material. That is the nature of Taurus, tangible and material. And when we start to work with this energy, we find that Uranus doesn't really love being in the sign of Taurus because it's exalted in Scorpio, the opposite sign. So when a planet is at a better experience in one sign, the opposite sign is usually where it's not happy. So this is a very foreign energy in the sign of Taurus, one we haven't seen in 84 years because it takes Uranus 84 years to go around the zodiac. So it started its transit of Taurus 84 years ago. And now it's back again. And most of us in our lifetime have not seen this. Elderly people have, and they were probably very young at the time. And this is, so we don't really know what's going to happen. We don't know what this is like. And Uranus is the planet of the unexpected. So you and I could sit down and make a list of a thousand things that could happen while Uranus is in Taurus. And the one thing we didn't think of is the thing that happens. What I have been hearing from people is that there's a lot of doom and gloom going around the Zodiac websites and internet because people are sort of fearing this Uranus and Taurus because it is an outer planet and it isn't a sign that's not warm and cozy to it, although it is a warm and cozy sign. It's not, they're really not welcome energies to each other. However, outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, these are not just outer planets, they are transcendental planets. And psychologically, spiritually speaking, this is energy that we need to work with and transcend. So wherever we have Taurus in our charts, we need to work with the energy and rise above whatever could potentially be destructive or negative or perceived as such. I think the thing that really is making people fearful is that Taurus is really a big finance, global finance sign. And Uranus going into Taurus shakes things up. And people do expect that the financial markets might be shaken up 
by Uranus and Taurus for the next seven, eight years. This is something very possible, but it doesn't have to be negative and it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to experience it as a financial breakdown. We can think of it as a financial breakthrough. It's something that we can really perhaps use to transform and modernize our financial systems or the way we each individually handle our money. Now, Uranus is all for modernization. It's about technology. It rules the future. It's forward thinking. It's, you know, the planet of the internet. And maybe we're going to see more cryptocurrencies. Maybe we're going to see a real breakthrough with cryptocurrencies. Any of that can happen. This is all positive. If, if, if it works in our favor, it could really be a positive thing. Taurus is an earth sign. It rules nature. And it is probably the most nature-oriented of the signs. It rules spring in the Northern Hemisphere. It's all about those flowers blooming and the cherry blossoms and the lilacs because Taurus season is all about going to your local botanical garden and seeing those beautiful blooms. And when we have Uranus in the sign of nature, there might be some breakthroughs as far as global warming or climate crisis change or you know, just the way we use nature, uh, the way we work with nature not resisting nature, working with nature's energies instead of against them. There may be some new technologies for farming. There may be new technologies for growing things and working with, uh, working with the earth. And this could all be very positive. We don't have to see this as a negative experience. The exciting thing is, this is, this is all new to all of us, and it's an adventure, and we have to see it as such, and we have to sort of welcome it and use the energy wisely. Transcending something means rising above it. If you see it or perceive it or it feels difficult or anxious or negative, try to see the other side of it. See what happens if you turn it around. Uranus, remember, is turned on its side up in the sky, up in the heavens. Uranus doesn't spin the way everybody else does. He looks at things outside the box. He looks at things differently. So we have to start turning things on their sides to perhaps get some new answers about finances and money and the earth and nature. Uranus in Taurus is like an electrical storm. And remember how we feel after an electrical storm. There's a couple things that could happen. First of all, when you have a big thunderstorm, and it's been powerful. And I know in New York on Tuesday when Uranus went into Taurus, there was a big powerful storm and I heard all sorts of stories about power being out and trees falling and winds being violent and people getting stuck places and not being able to go places because it was a big rainstorm. And when there is a big storm like that and there's lightning in the sky and nature shows us lightning, afterwards there's all sorts of calm, isn't there? And the sky and the air has this incredible crisp feeling and aroma. And it's that release of ozone that's come after the storm. And everyone goes outside and breathes it in and feels refreshed and they fill their lungs with this new energy and it feels delicious. And so when we address some energy like this, we got to remember that if we can transform it into something that's going to fill our lungs with fresh new air and fill our minds with something fresh, then that's pretty amazing. And 
people go out of their way to buy machines and people make machines that produce ozone for your house or your environment or your office. And this is actually really cool because people are really interested in getting their environment clear, especially if there's smoke in the environment or anything. But it's amazing because you can just order that and have it in your house. If you're seeking something like that, then this is the kind of energy you want to work with. This is the kind of energy that is going to be refreshing to you, this Uranus and Taurus. It's going to wake up your mind, wake up your lungs, get you breathing something new. That's the exciting part. The other part is that after we have a storm, and I heard this on Tuesday also, that we have a rainbow many times. So I guess what we're all trying to do right now is use this Uranus and Taurus energy in an exciting, innovative way because Uranus is innovation and look for that rainbow on the other side of the storm because that's what this is really about. We want to get the best out of this aspect. If I'm hearing doom and gloom from people, there's always some doom and gloom with any aspect. You know, the moon could create doom and gloom in a couple of days when it whips through a sign, but it doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't need to be seven, eight years of gloom and financial uh, breakdowns. It could be financial breakthroughs. So we have to keep that in mind and we have to turn the energy and manifest something good. And this is manifestation energy. It's using your mental energy to manifest something very tangible. So everybody is manifesting all the time. We are all manifesting, whether we realize it or not. And we can manifest something really good out of this. The other thing that was exciting this week is that Mars entered Aquarius on the 16th. And that was Wednesday. And in the wee hours of the morning, it met with Uranus. So they are both in fixed signs. And Mars entering Aquarius is very interesting because it's going to retrograde at the end of June on the 26th, stay retrograde until the 27th. It's going to have, pop back into Capricorn for a few weeks between August and September, and then go back into Aquarius again and leave finally on November 15th. So wherever you have Aquarius in your chart, Mars will be visiting that area for the next six months, give or take a month. Give take a month, and Uranus and is ruler of Aquarius, and Mars met with it this week, so they are in a story together because the first part of the story just happened to you. So, whatever breakthrough or incredible energy that you needed to work with this week has a story, it has a beginning, middle, and an end. The second part is August 1st, the third part is September 18th. And this is fascinating because Mars has not been retrograde in Aquarius since 1971. So if you were an adult or an adolescent at that time, maybe you remember what you were doing in the summer of 1971, and you can reconnect with that this year. Maybe there's some similar energy or some similar focus that is going to come back to you this year. Oh, I know it was a long time ago, but this is very interesting. This is going to be an interesting summer ahead. And Uranus and Mars, when they meet, usually can be volatile. They can be a breakthrough. They can be a breakdown and they can be a bit too energetic. They could be anxiety or they could be, um, you know, road rage. So I advise two things. One, we're going to try to say positive about this. So you need to keep your head. And that means when you're driving, 
keep your head, no road rage. Two, don't lose your temper at someone. Think first, because Mars is an Aquarius. It's an air sign. So we're starting to see more air planets these days. Um, Venus has been in Gemini for a few weeks, and that really started us back on the track of having planets and air signs again after a long drought without any sort of words available to us. In the meantime, um, now that Mars is in Aquarius, we're really going to start thinking and analyzing things a little differently, especially when it connects with Uranus. Fighting for an ideal, fighting for freedom, fighting for liberation, fighting for independence, fighting for some breakthrough in one's environment. Um, so wherever you have Mar wherever you have Aquarius in your chart, if you know your chart, and wherever you have Taurus in your chart, you're going to be experiencing some breakthroughs. So you're going to want to be working with that energy in these next few months as we see what the story is as it unfolds. What started this week for you? What did you start working with? Or what old story had a breakthrough this week? Very important. Very interesting energy. We can work with this and have some really satisfactory experiences. It is a very passionate aspect as well. If there are causes in your life that you are uh, devoting your time to, if there are volunteer projects, Mars is an Aquarius, which is an altruistic sign. Maybe you really want to see some tangible results from this as in tangible called Taurus. Um, but the best thing to do is sort of sit with yourself and learn what this is about. Because otherwise, if we don't work with the energy, we do have outbursts. We don't want to have them. We want to understand how this energy is useful to us. It's really great for deep creative genius. It's great for inventing something. We could have medical breakthroughs. We could have breakthroughs in technology. We could have breakthroughs in science. It's all very good. So let's use this energy wisely. And let's use it in a way that suits us. And let's use it in a way that uh, makes life go forward. Because Uranus is always about the future. And if we can use this to advance our culture and our environment, well, then so much the better. Meanwhile, today, the 18th, Mercury, the planet of communication, made a nice relationship with Saturn. So whatever chaos this week we may have experienced is starting to calm down a bit. And Mercury and Saturn together are very calm. This is a nice aspect. It's a trine, it's smooth, and they are working together, you know, mentally. So we're sort of grounding our thoughts because, you know, they're in earth signs right now. And we're getting a real sense of uh, what this next time ahead with Uranus and Taurus is about because that's where Mercury is. Mercury's been in, been in Taurus. Um, so that's one nice aspect. Then tomorrow, the 19th, Venus goes into Cancer and she finally leaves Gemini, nine in the morning, New York time. And Venus likes being in Cancer because it's a water sign and she can express herself in a very lovely way. And, and it's good for the familiar and familiar friends and old friends and family and visiting with family and connecting with people. It's a very nice social time. And it's a good time in the spring to be connecting with people. So Venus going into Cancer, very positive. She'll be there for the next few weeks. And then on Sunday, the sun goes into Gemini for the next 30 days. And it's finally leaving Taurus. And so we're going to have some more air in the sky. So we've got Mars and Aquarius, and we've got the sun going into Gemini. And 
there's going to be this very nice pattern of air where we can talk with people, we can connect with people verbally, intellectually, we can have sort of a meeting of the minds, we can express ourselves in a very positive way, an intellectual way, and connect with our our creative genius again. So I like this. I like that the sun is in Gemini and Mars is in Aquarius. This is, this is all very positive. They all support each other. And next week, we're going to have a nice sun trine Mars aspect on Wednesday the 23rd. So that's actually quite positive. And we can, we can use that to sort of put along our projects and whatever creative things we happen to be working on. Um, so the next other aspect we want to have is that uh, we want to look at Venus is talking to Mars this weekend and she's talking to Jupiter as well. And she's talking to them in very interesting, creative ways. Venus is talking to Mars in an inconjunct, which is a little bit of an uncomfortable aspect, but actually works really well. Venus is in Cancer, Mars is in Aquarius. It's actually um, a very interesting dynamic because if you've ever met cancers and aquarians a lot of times they are are very likely to be friends or married it's an interesting dynamic even though they're not a smooth aspect traditionally but venus and mars together are actually going to be encouraging some creative energy this weekend and then venus making an aspect to jupiter and that's a uh, quadrate, they're going to be again an opening for Venus. So that's more of a, a different, unique, less common aspect, but interesting and useful all the same. And Venus with Jupiter is expansion of friendships, love, romance, uh, finances. Um, it's actually very good and social. Mercury's been very busy too with its trying to Saturn, but then also it's been squaring the nodes and it's sort of decision-making time. What direction am I going in? How can I go forward? What direction do I need to focus on now? Especially while Mercury is in such a grounded sign. Then Venus is also going to make a biquintile to the south node on Monday. And that's, again, more creative energy, creative destiny, working together to create something positive and using your resources to uh, put new things in the world. And Mercury is going to oppose Jupiter next Wednesday, the 23rd. So that's actually quite a a lovely aspect. It's also about communication, expansion of communication, uh, connection with people, talking with people, socializing. It's actually a really good social aspect. And I think it's very positive. It's an opposition, which often can mean there's opinions and there will be opinions, especially in Taurus and Scorpio, where things are much more fixed. And that's where these two planets are, Mercury is in Taurus and Jupiter is in Scorpio. And the two of them have a lot to say to each other this week. So that's actually pretty cool. It's, it's actually a good time to reach out and connect with people. So that's about it for now. Um, we do have, we don't have any new lunations this week. Uh, we had a new moon on Tuesday where it was in Taurus at the end of Taurus. And that sort of ushered in the Uranus and Taurus 
generation, so to speak. And this uh, new moon was actually pretty powerful on Tuesday. I spoke to a lot of different people who had some interesting uh, things happen. They were either very energetic or they got kind of stopped in their uh, in their motion or they, it was one or the other, either you were stopped and couldn't go anywhere or you were exhausted and, and, or you were completely way too much energy and you had to use it up somehow. But the moon is exalted in Taurus and it likes being in Taurus. And so we had this new exalted moon there sort of trumpeting the arrival of Uranus. And I really feel like that was important because it's reminding us once again to plant what we've and what we want to grow and decide what we want to grow and think about what we really want to achieve in these next seven, eight years and, and see tangibly. This is no longer about, Aries is much more creative. So we went through the seven year Aries period where we, we have this ingenuity and ideas coming to us and, and, strokes of genius. And now we really have to like make them work. So on that note, that's it for this week. Um, I'm Deb McBride. If you would like to speak to me, have a chart reading. My website is debmcbride.com. My email is deb at debmcbride.com. And you can go to my Instagram or Twitter, which are both at Deb Astrology. And on Instagram, I give little snippets of astrology and one minute astrology videos that tell you what's going on in the moment and how to handle the energy and what to do with it. And have a good week. Enjoy this transit of Uranus and Taurus just as it's beginning. Look around you and see what it's about for you. And while we have nice Venus and Gemini, and she's going to talk very nicely to this new arrival into Taurus, um, or actually Venus moving out of Gemini into Cancer, she's going to have this nice relationship with Uranus. And we're going to move forward in a very positive and enlightening way. Remember, transcendence, if it's nagging at you, if you're anxious, if it's bothering you, work with the energy to transcend it. See you next week.